I woke up on my feel good. I, I woke up, turned Adele on for the first 45 minutes of the morning, and I woke, I got to work. And, you know, gracious. I just I just poured a glass of Pinot Gris, and I just... <laughs> in the deep. I listened to that right I, before I got here. I took a Tears, long, man. hot bubble bath and just really manned out this morning. What the f- I really got in touch with my inner Why Adele. are we not... Hold, hold on a second. This just, is recording. Hey everybody, welcome to the Hoot Hop Show. With me as always, my right hand man to the left, C. Wayne. What's up? And of course, Mr. BT, Brandon Torres. Hey, hey. I didn't introduce myself, but if you don't know who I am... It doesn't matter. I don't know. Read the podcast, I, the I, description. They probably accidentally downloaded it, and they may be it's very confused at this point. Yeah, it was an accident. We didn't want to listen to this crap. <laughs> there was an owl on it. I don't know. Yeah, I like owls. But I'm me intrigued. too. They sound stupid. I'm yeah, intrigued. yeah, that's it. I think that's how about we 90, got them. <laughs> that's how ninety percent of our listeners got caught on. Well, these guys are idiots. Well, I don't know. I'll listen. This got to be some kind of experiment on mental <laughs> people. <laughs> They're like, I can't stop listening because what are they going to say next? Yeah, for real. Something infuriating. We don't even know. Yeah, we, the, the, there's a lot of truth to that. I have no idea. Hey, yeah. one thing I do got to ask. What, what is that? Baked potato soup. Baked potato soup. Potato soup, same difference. Okay, no, I mean, well, actually, baked potato soup sounds. Is yeah. there like loaded potato sour soup, sour cream, and chives in it? There's chives. Okay, Ooh. there's All no, right. there's no cream of sour. No, no sour cream. No. Okay, well, that's fine. So it's just like potato soup with chives, salt and pepper, some with cheese some maybe. Potato skins well, and I bacon bits. There's cheese in potato soup. Yeah, yeah, bacon bits, some potato skins. It's okay. homemade though. Okay. Oh, nice. Yeah. All right. Have you ever had it from Firehouse Subs? I haven't. Have you ever had it from Cheddar's? I, I have. have. I have not. Well, just it's imagine cheddars on crack. And if you don't do crack, just imagine it with the Mountain Dew. Because it's way better at Firehouse <laughs> Okay, so crack, crack is a good thing. Crack and Mountain Dew. Yeah, yeah. Same, same. Yeah, and they make everything better. Same, same, but yeah, different. I mean, yeah, one yeah. ruins your life. The other one ruins your kidneys. Yes. So, I mean, you know, yeah, it's I just mean, better. Way. Yeah. What, what comes without sugar? <laughs> yeah, right. Well, that's very Does true. It? So crack is probably healthier. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you're trying to give up Mountain Dew, maybe try crack. Oh, Dr. I mean, Pepper Zero Sugar on the table right now. He has a point with the crack cocaine <laughs> being said <laughs> than the Well, I mean, on a technicality, on a, yeah. Did. Oh, there is a little bit of bacon well, it's, soda it's cocaine. The, isn't, isn't that the old argument of donuts versus methamphetamine? <laughs> on a technicality. Yeah. What was it John Mulaney said? There was like, um, oh, man. Oh, oh. At, he would at, know. At, yeah, for real. But in the, uh, he was talking about it at restaurants. It's like, well, that comes with a side salad or fries. It's like, uh, that's like the, what is it? You want to like, I don't know, be productive and go to the bathroom and stuff today? Or do you want to lay on the floor groaning? Yeah. <laughs> They're just polar opposites. You know? Well, especially with potato soup, man. I imagine a bowl of that. I'm going to find a place to sleep. Yeah. Oh, it's good. Real. It's heartwarming. Yeah. No, but I, uh, Firehouse is the best restaurant I've ever had it from. Okay. Second, Firehouse is a good Cuban sandwich. I'm not going to lie. Everything yeah. at Firehouse subs is good. It really is. I haven't had a, is awesome too. It's all <laughs> dope. I haven't had a bad, bad anything from Firehouse subs yet, except for the lemon and lime flavored Sprite, which is kind of redundant, but because it's booty cheese. already. It is lemon and lime, isn't it? It's like, have you ever tasted that lemon lime beer salt stuff? Yeah. It's I mean, I've like, heard of it. It's like 20 <laughs> times stronger and worse than that. Oh. It's like licking lime metal. Just imagine that. Ew. Plank. Like it has a metallic taste? Yeah, with the lime. So Ooh, it's just yeah, really I, I would bro, vomit. Bro. That that sounds and like bottom of the all keg. of the options that that machine can make for you. <laughs> Every soda, it <laughs> yeah. has every Out of Coke all the product. flavors, you pick salty? What's wrong with you? <laughs> yeah. It has every Coke product and then eight different flavors. Cherry, vanilla, cherry, vanilla, strawberry, pineapple, lemon, lime. Bro, and there's one more. I am amazed at your knowledge of this Coke machine. I've been there three times. He loves man. this place. I've been He's there three times kidding. and I clicked all of them to make sure they all have the same flavors and they do. Except root beer. Strange. <clears throat> Anyways. Yeah, so that's a thing. It's only second to homemade potato soup. Mm, I'm going to have to go ahead and tell you that um, I had some potato soup this weekend. It's probably Barf in a Bag. I had that brand before. It's pretty bad. Bar- barf in a Bag's a brand? Oh my God. <laughs> barf in a Bag. Yeah. Hey, welcome to the local IGA. We've got <laughs> soups from Barf in a Bag. I'm like, I don't want that. <laughs> That's nasty. Neither did the person that gave it to us. <laughs> yeah. Gross. That's why it's barf in the back. Well, I don't know. It just, it wasn't very... Didn't hit. Flavorful. 
I'll put it like that. I've, yeah, I mean, I've understood it that. It tasted like, you know... It's it, just milk of potatoes. You know when you boil down a potato to where you can, like, mash it really easy to make homemade mashed potatoes? Yeah. It's like that. But just no salt or anything? Yeah. And, like, so it's just cheese like in. Bring your own salty? Yeah. It's just, like, milk, potato, and cheese? Yeah, pretty much. See, nothing's wrong with that. That's how my dad made it, and I love uh, it. It's too bland. And it's my just mom, too bland. My it's mom not adds bad. chives, peppers, spices. Oh, Italian so your mom makes that sounds nice. Yeah, I was she saying, adds so, Italian so, sausage, and I'm like, oh, oh, yeah, so she makes it right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Nothing sets off the flavor of potato soup like anything but potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> just milk and potatoes is all I need. Uh, nah. You're, you're bogue, man. All right, hey, look, we've been doing really heavy sports episodes lately, um, uh, unintentionally. We just kind of get riled up. So... I'm I was gonna... looking forward to talking about the Cowboys today, too. Okay, well, we're going to talk about the Cowboys. I sat through their whole game and watched it. Yeah, well. And it was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, they were impressive. Oh, man, I'm telling you, man. Like, all that all that stuff I was talking about Dak last week was like, you know, he looked good, but he was off the mark. Um, the defense. There wasn't anyone off the mark on That's the best Sunday. I've seen the Cowboys defense play in a Bro, long time. Bro, yeah. I'm telling you. It was, it was just, it was, that game was... Uh, I felt bad for the Falcons. Yeah. You're like, man, you know, them beating up a junior college team like this is tough. And that you're like, right. oh, wait, that's, that's, I thought they were that's the Dirty Birds, man. <laughs> yeah. I thought the, I thought the, I thought that team Cowboys were playing where they were to watch the Cowboys play, but they were playing them. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you. It looked like were an they? elementary school. Yeah, well, they were out there. I don't know if they were playing yeah, them, At times it looked like they were playing catch with each other. Yeah. With Trayvon Diggs. Yeah. For real, Trayvon got, him got another like one, man. Was he in their huddle? If he looks like it. Every time he lays out for one like that, you're like, oh, man, they completed the pass. But to Trayvon. It's got to so, be planned. Yeah. He's always to. there. I don't understand. That dude, well, okay, he's what, uh, eight games in? He has eight picks. Uh, he's, excuse me, nine games in, With and he has picks. eight interceptions. He's on pay. What's the record? He's almost there. Uh, yeah, he's, he's, if he has, if he's he flirting keeps, with it. If he keeps his average, I think he's supposed to have 16 or 17. I think the record's like 13, if I'm not wrong. Well, I, I would like to see it. And I, it didn't do him any harm when it, uh, I don't even remember who we were playing. I want to say it was week four, week five that we had two uh, in one game. So that, that helped him out a lot. Probably a call. I think it was a game against someone in the NFC East. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure you're right. I, think. I, I don't even remember. But either way, so the Cowboys had a good game. Them boys. Hey, how about uh, it's the spe- Bulls? Speaking of, uh, yeah, okay, let's talk the Bulls uh, for a minute because because Brandon's the Bulls got game his the other day. Brandon's got his Chicago uh, hoodie on, represent, and uh, we, we all them. have red stuff. Come I, on, I, and, all and of look, red. I I know that this this in particular <clears throat> might be a little. Last night's game was probably tough on Brandon because we played the Lakers. No, not at all. <laughs> right. You're like, yeah, no, 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 no. I like the Kobe Bryant Lakers. Yeah. Like, I don't know yeah. what to Free tell you. I, I was about to say, I, I like Anthony Davis. Uh, I like AD. Uh, no. See, I, I don't I, I don't see, know. I like an attitude it. problem. What? It's the in, NBA. I was say, well, okay, but in comparison to whom? Alex Caruso? Yes. Everyone's got an attitude problem. I was about to problem. say Caruso. <laughs> yeah, Caruso is the nicest human being to ever play professional sports, I think. The bald mamba. Yeah, man, and he's cold, bro. <laughs> he turned down a contract offer to not stay in his hometown. Well, it was less than what the Bulls Los offered. Angeles, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it was insulting in comparison to what the, the Lakers Bulls. wouldn't give him any more. They said no. Yeah, but that was the whole thing is that he was willing to take less money to yes. stay, and, and they, they were just no. weren't even going to work with him. And now, but you know what? Serves him right. Yeah, because welcome to Chicago, Alex. We they love have you embra- here. The city of Chicago has embraced him with all. Oh both yeah, dude. He's, he's look at him. How do you not embrace that? I mean, this team, bro. Demar and Zach. When it comes to points, dude. And then Lonzo and Cruz are like the wing pass. Uh, well, first yeah, guys. Uh, Lonzo Ball. He made like five threes in the I'm about to say we can't even sit there and take him out of the point contest because Lonzo Ball is putting up serious points. Vooch is putting up a lot of points. Vooch is putting up three pointers, which I'm, you know, I understand that in the nature of the NBA, your big men can shoot. Yeah, I, I was, understand. I was going to say, my only, my only concerns will be later on down when it gets closer to playoff time. I know we're a long, long time away from True. that, but going up against like Giannis defensively, yeah. they don't have anything to bang up against him, and he's just going to kill him all day. I would say, man, I don't know. Vooch has been hanging tough, but I mean, going up against Giannis is. That's, that's tough. T- that's man. a tough matchup for that's anybody. Tough, man. But that, I'm just, that man is talented. I'm He's just big. saying. I mean, the championship will go through Milwaukee if he continues to play like he's played the past what three years now. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you. Of course, I mean, of course, I gotta West, be honest. If Luca, 
Yeah. Well, okay. So, uh, Luca, that dude. Are you a fan? I, of Luca? Mm-hmm. Not of the Mavericks. I, I do like Luca. I, I don't. I like Trey Young. So, therefore, I can't like Luca because they were <clears throat> they were swapped. Trey Young should have been on the Mavericks, mm-hmm. and Luca should have been on the Hawks. Well, you see, I actually believe that all things happen for a reason, so I believe Luca is where he's supposed and to Trae be. Trey Young got the Hawks pretty far last year. Yes, he did. I was going to say, I but think... But look at how much Trey Young's worth now yes. because yeah, he I took love the Young. Hawks. Big... And he was like, hey, let's just be something. He is creating he's what the his Kings own do three role. Years ago. Yeah. Like, they're, they're, everybody's wanting a Trey Young-type player now. Alex Caruso. <laughs> Which If you will, Caruso. Yeah, well, welcome to the Caruso. Yeah. You know what I mean? But... Uh, yeah, man. I mean, the Bulls are looking good. Uh, Luca is like I think what, what what makes me like Luca. I'm getting back on this. Yeah. Uh, what makes me actually like Luca is his I don't take this too seriously attitude. Yeah, he don't care. He's yeah. Well, I don't think you can say he doesn't care because he he obviously cares. Well, yeah, I mean, he keeps improving, so he has to care. But you know, like last year, whenever he went up to the female referee, he was like, "Hey, did you not see the foul?" She's like, what? And he goes, the foul. And she's like, what foul? He says, fouling in love with you. <laughs> and, of course, she smiles and rolls her eyes, and he kind of laughs, and they run up. I mean, I, it, it, the kid's got a personality. Here's another thing. I didn't know about Luca. okay? He's European. No, I knew that. <laughs> he's from Slovenia. How do you not know that? <laughs> anyway, have you ever heard him talk? He sounds like he's from Slovenia. Yeah. But, uh, no, no, no. Here's, here, here's the uh, – you made me lose my train of thought. Anyway, no, no, no. I got it back. He's only 22 years old. Yes. That dude looks rough. Like, you remember that story I told about when I was 23 and they thought I was 40? Oh, my goodness. Lucas suffers from the same disease I do. Because I was like, oh, no, I mean, he's probably my age at least, you know, in his 30s, something like that. Not 22 years old. He's a year older than me. Yeah, he's a youngster, man. But I, the cat can ball. Well, at the same time, he's also European, and sometimes yeah. they do show more age in their face well, sooner. Well, than... they grow, especially in Slovenia, you grow up a little harder than you do here. True. You know, I mean, true that, true that. And plus, uh, it helps whenever you can have the, the what is it, the GQ model facial hair ah, all no. the times. Yeah, it's, oh, he's like he's like uh, Tom Brady circa ten years ago. Just the <laughs> yeah. right amount of scruff. You yeah. Know? <laughs> It's not a beard, so he can't say he's shaggy, but yeah. at the same time, there's a little five o'clock shadow. But, and, and, but he's got it all the time. I'm like, man. Yeah. And like me you know he in my 30s growing this ratty stash I've got. <laughs> got the old foil shaver. <laughs> <laughs> people are like, uh, you know, I mean, you, you look like an old dude. Who, you seen your house the last two weeks? Or? <laughs> Either way. Uh, okay, so let's go back to football for a minute. And let's talk about Das Boot. Okay. Cameron Little. Cam Little. Killer Cam. Give a little throwback to, to Cameron on that one. Might be the ugliest one, freshman kicker I've ever seen. Bro. Have you seen his part? His uh, yeah. Hey, hey, take it. I got longer hair, but I got the same middle no, part. His is, so leave but his is shaved on the okay, side. Okay, for the record, he does have a middle-aged mom haircut. Yeah, yeah like, <laughs> can I speak to the manager, please? No, you can't. Yeah, it's not full-on Karen haircut, but it's more like a Susan. More like a Helen, yeah. Yeah, like a Helen. That's a good one, yeah. Yeah, he has more of a Helen haircut. But hey, man, kill a cam. He's the conquering hero, man. I mean, he's he's the one who's winning things in overtime and getting his points when we just really have to have them. So, you know, to a freshman kicker, 17 years old, good on you, Killer Cam. Good on you. But, hey, man, the the Golden Boot has finally made it home to Fayetteville where it belongs. Uh, And uh, if if all goes right, then we'll go ahead and bring that battle line trophy home (coughs) in a couple weeks as well. And we'll be top 15 again. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I I do believe that it could happen. Uh, Higher than Oklahoma. The, the good news it is It really this. depends how much Texas continues to suck it up, honestly. Oh, yeah, it makes them look bad. Yeah. But if A&M keeps doing good, it makes them look good. Well. And Mississippi State. Didn't. A&M lose to. Ole Miss? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. A&M lost. Yeah. So but now all we need to happen is, is for Ole Miss to lose. There's a chance for And for, for us a, to beat Bama. Yep. There's a, four-way tie. There's a chance for a four-way tie in the SEC West. Ole Miss has to lose out. A&M has to win. A&M, it don't matter. Arkansas is already tied with them no matter what because we beat them. Right. And they beat someone that beat Arkansas. I think they beat Auburn. And then Mississippi. Head-to-head, the 
team that won the between the two, Arkansas would have yeah. the advantage. And then Mississippi State is somehow in the mix because they beat and came back against Auburn the other day, and Arkansas beat Mississippi State, Mississippi State beat Auburn, Auburn beat Arkansas. So it's one circle, and it's like that with Arkansas and Ole Miss. Everyone in SC West is circling around each other. If Arkansas beats Bama, or Bama loses out, it's a tie. And they, they won't who, be able who to Who does Bama have left? Arkansas Us and, and Auburn. And Auburn. Which Auburn has a great chance of winning that game. Auburn always brings a, a special game to Bama. And Arkansas never does, but it might be the year. Well, I tell you what, though, man. Uh, right now, momentum is in our favor. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least everything I've read, which you know, I'm not, I, I'm not some insider up there on the hill, knowing, you know, in the know or whatever. But just reading articles and stuff like that, and seeing interviews with uh, Coach Pittman, it seems like everyone's, uh, seems like everyone's riding pretty high. Mm-hmm. Which going into Bama, we need that. Yeah, we need the confidence. We need the energy. We need the because we're going, but boys, negate the fact that this is a tough game. We're going to Tuscaloosa. Mm-hmm. All right. And that's Nick Saban on the other side. Yeah, I'm about to say, exactly. And no matter what, no matter how great Coach Pitt is, because I love Coach Pittman, but when he looks across that field, he's going to see Nick Saban and the Alabama Crimson Tide. And that's tough. And you see Stagger and Saban, and then you see, oh, just – a wall behind him that's 7'3", <laughs> yeah. yeah. six feet wide each yeah. one. Yeah, you're like, well, the refrigerators have arms, boys. We're going to have to <laughs> slip through. So it might be a big day for right. Traylon Smith. That is that's true. Yeah. Uh, that is uh, one thing about Nick Saban is he has built an NFL-style offensive line. Absolutely. Hey, whenever, whenever you have built a dynasty team like, like Alabama, you're going to get the best recruits. It kind of builds itself now. People right. are like the best want to go to him. Yeah. Clemson, Clemson's getting up there too. Uh, but can't do it year. forever, boys. Yeah, exactly. Well, I don't know. Like I said, I think I he sold his soul to the devil. I don't. So he can do <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Davy Jones. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. He's got the fiddle and everything. Yeah, I forgot. that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just. I don't Just even wait. know the team anymore. When Saban retires, I give it four to five years before Alabama hits a hard decline. When the because when Saban retires, see, I agree with him. Yeah, Those freshmen too, that are there will get three more years, and they'll still be just as good, but less and less people come. We can see the coaching triangle that's come – or not triangle, coaching tree that's come from Bill Parcells to Bill Belichick to Nick Saban. Right. But look what's come from Nick Saban. Kirby Smart? Mm. Uh, well, I mean, don't, well, I mean, we can't say too much. I mean, George is having an incredible season. I know, I know, but Didn't at the Gus same Miles time. Didn't Gus come from under – didn't look no, like no Gus Malzahn came from Arkansas. Yeah. No, there's like two other SEC coaches that came from under Jimbo was one of them. Yeah. Jimbo's another one. One though. of them. That, that was the one that Lane, I really wasn't wanted. Wasn't Lane to. Kiffin? I think it was him. Yeah. yeah. Lane Kiffin was under Nick Saban, wasn't he? He was. Yes. Okay. For I was gonna say I, I could be but, wrong. I'm pretty but sure. But he before that, I believe Lane Kiffin may have been under Pete Carroll as well back at USC before he went to Saban and was then back to USC. Think I fired from USC. Went to Tennessee and then yeah. left Tennessee on bad terms, so they wanted to burn him alive. Oh wait, didn't it? he went back to USC from Tennessee? Yes, he yeah, went back I, home. He ran away because it was too tough, too difficult, and the fans in Tennessee were not receptive to right. his West Coast ways. Right, which, I mean, well, welcome to the South. Exactly. <laughs> you know well, you, I mean? If it's not going to pay off, you're not going to win games, then what else you got? Yeah, yeah. But, you know, Lane Kiffin seems to have done – He's Yeah, he's doing remarkably better. Yeah, he's he's doing fine with Ole Miss. He's I, leaning into the jokes like we covered earlier. Yeah, yeah, with the, uh, you know, well, we can finally have some popcorn, you know what I mean? Like that, you know – at least he's he's in on his own jokes, you know what I mean? Like so that's good. Um so going back to basketball again though, uh Saturday I had the distinct pleasure to sit in section one twenty two, row four, seat twelve for uh in Bud Walton Arena and watch the Razorbacks uh take on Gardner Webb. And you know, it I, I know it was a exhibition game. What's that mean? You don't like practice game? No, I no, mean it, it was counts. a season game. It counts as a record. It's just not a conference game. Oh, and so, it's it's not a large school that they're playing. It, yeah, you know, it's it's a smaller school. But Gardner Webb came game. out, and uh, you know, they they did fine. But Arkansas won the way we should. Everyone by over twenty points. It was it was good. Uh, there were a lot of promise to be shown. I'm telling you what, uh, hometown boy himself, Jalen Williams from Northside High School in Fort Smith. I'm telling you that. I don't know that there is a better defensive player in the NCAA. 
because that kid cannot get on the floor without taking a charge. No, he's good. Every time he gets on the floor, he's like, I'm going to take a charge. And I'm not talking about once a game. I'm talking every time he comes off the bench, he's going to yeah, take so a charge. I think he's like, 19. might as well not pass the person he's defending. Yeah, right. Because he's going to, as soon as he sees someone driving in, he's like, well, I'll just plant my feet and watch this. And it works. They don't see me coming. Because it's textbook. I watched J.D. Note play fundamental basketball. And the whole thing that I really like about J.D. Note is the fact he's kind of a street hoop guy. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, like, okay, I, you know, we need some points. I'm going to take this dude one-on-one and let's do this. And, you know, he, he can do that. And he does it very well. But he uh, – I don't know, man. It looks like maybe he's, he's not taking his own medicine. You know what I mean? He's playing some fundamental basketball, looking good, had a lot of assists, had some – Really clean, uh, fast break layups, everything else. I, he he, uh, he had the opportunity to go up and, and get rowdy, but he just laid a pretty layup. And I looked at my wife. I was like, fundamentals. Yep, yep. That's what I love, man. I love fundamental basketball. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, just, uh. But, um, yeah, so, I mean, that was a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, it, it wasn't – there wasn't a lot of people there, uh, especially for a sold-out game, you know, all the season. Every seat in Bud Walton – is sold out season ticket holders. Uh, now, a lot of people didn't come out to the game on season Saturday. Season ticket? Oh yes, sir. Goodness. Yes, sir. Sold Cause, out. Because Arkansas has a lot of promise or something? Arkansas is just a heck of a team. That's why all the season say. tickets. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. I mean, we we lost a lot of talent, but we've gained some. Uh, Chris Likes from Miami uh, transferred in, and he is by far the smallest guy on the court, and it doesn't matter. Uh, let's let's move on. Okay, first. so so we're gonna move on past sports. Uh, and guys, I really I'm just gonna take a minute. More, honestly, it's gonna be more of a rant than anything. But I just I just heard it. Uh, well, it, it came across a podcast. I decided to look it up. I first heard about this last year during all the craziness that was 2020. Right? There was some like uh, I don't catch me lying because I don't know who it was, where it was. It was just a woman on a stage talking at some university. Right? And her big push was that it's time that we stop stigmatizing and labeling pedophilia. And we need to accept it as a sexual orientation. That's just who someone's sexually attracted to. Uh, So before I get to my thoughts on that, that's just what this particular video, which I, I share, you can find it on my Facebook. I'm sure I shared it. This thing that I decided to look up because I heard it on another podcast, uh, the Matt Wall Show is where I heard it, which Matt is pretty, when I say conservative, like he's not conservative like me, you know, it's a little bit more strict about it, but neither here nor there. We saw eye to eye on this. So now what, what they're trying to do is rebrand. You shouldn't call someone a pedo anymore or a pedophile or a toucher or a chomo or a you know, kitty lover or uh, a dead man or, oh, oh, whoops, sorry. A waste Excuse of space. Me. Excuse me. So now you should refer to them as a map, which is a minor attracted person because age is fluid, you see. Age, just like gender, is fluid, you see. It's not set in stone. No, it's like water. It can flow from one to another, okay? So if I decide I want to identify. You're 18 right now. Well, well, let's let's not let's not be so conservative about it. I mean, let's just be real. I decided I want to. I think today I'm gonna, you know, say that I'm a 12 year old girl, so that I can. Oh, yeah, I'm having a hard time even making this example. You get the point, though, yeah. right? Okay, so allow me to go ahead and give you my opinion. Okay, it's not fact, it's fact. But age, much like gender, you don't get to choose it. I understand that there are people who choose to live their lives as the opposite sex or that don't identify as any gender or anything like that. Fine, that's fine. But I, when you I'm are not, born. I'm not here to rain on your, on your rainbow-colored parade. I'm just not. I'm not here to do that. That's fine. That's your thing. That's fine. Whatever. I do not agree. So, you know, I don't know. Sue me, I guess. Uh, but it is what it is. So 
But let's let's take the gender thing, I put it aside for a minute. Let's just talk about age, okay? Brandon, I'm going to ask you a very, very personal question. I want you to answer it as honestly as possible, okay? Uh, okay, so, so first off, I need honest answers. So first off, how old are you? You're making me do math here. 35. Okay, so you're, you're 35 years old. Okay, so why, uh, why shouldn't you be able to... Well, you know what? That, that's not fair. That's not a good question. So question two. Are you attracted to a, oh, I don't know, let's call it, you know, puberty starts happening earlier and earlier. So no. let's, oh, what? You didn't even let me finish the question. You don't need to. Okay, well, could I ask you why? Because it's inappropriate to talk that way about children. Okay, well, you could just say what's really on your mind. That is gross. That's gross. That's yeah, a that, child. That, that is gross. That's a child. They don't know what they're doing. It's a kid. No, it doesn't matter if they know what they're doing or not. They're innocent. Well, Leave like them a out little, of this. A little kid say, I want to be a girl. The next day, they may want to be a boy. You can't just change their genders. Dude, my, my little girl assigns a different gender to my cat every single day. He's a boy. He's a girl. He's a boy. He's a girl. He's a boy. He's a girl. She knows he's a boy. Yeah. But sometimes she calls him she and all this kind of stuff. I, I don't care. That's not important. She's four years care. old. Yeah, no, nobody cares. Yeah, nobody cares about that, right? It becomes a lot more, it becomes a lot different, like, as they get older, as, as far as the gender thing goes. But let me go ahead and break this down for you, okay? My lovely, beautiful, sweet daughter will be five soon. I'm just going to go ahead and make a promise that if I ever catch one of these, oh, we'll call them age-fluid maps. Pedo Joes. And he's trying to be age-fluid fluid map person with, Say my daughter, uh, I'm probably gonna kill you. You know what I mean? Like, I, like I don't even have a problem with saying that. I'm like, you don't touch my children. That's just the way it is, bro. You don't. Yeah, hey, your kid ain't nobody gonna touch your kid as long as I'm breathing. You know what I'm saying? I know you'll. I know you got yours, but I'm saying because you're my brother, that's mine too, and you're not gonna touch it. When you have kids one day, Kobe. Ain't nobody going to touch them kids. I promise you, because I have no problem dying for that. Yeah. I have no problem dying for that. I will protect children at all costs. And, and, and that's just me, dude. And, and here's the deal. Just so everyone understands, it's not all warm and fuzzy. I don't like kids. I don't like kids. I like my kids. I don't, okay, like, right. I, I don't like kids. But I ain't going to let anybody hurt them. Hell no. It's a kid. That's right. They don't know what's happening. That's right. I like. I, 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 I feel pretty strongly about this, so I, like, I don't even want to talk about this anymore uh, unless you guys have something you want to add in. Uh, but if you don't, then we'll move past it. But I, I just really need to get my opinion out there on this uh, just so everyone knows where I stand. I don't think it was ever a question to anybody, but just in case it was, I'll let you know, uh, evil men, dead men. That's the way this should work, at least on this particular topic. So... Let's just skate right on out of that, and we'll go into something a little more lighthearted. Okay, well, why don't you tell me your top three podcasts? I swear to God, this show had better be in there somewhere. This show is probably the one that has the most downloads from me because I listen to it on repeat, so it right. is in the top three. Yeah. I, but I would have to say it is probably number three. Okay. Uh, number two, I listen to Bill Burr's Monday Morning Podcast. He does two podcasts a week. Yeah, I think he does other podcasts with like other comedians yeah. at this point. But for the longest time, he just did the one show on Mondays. Right, and I can listen to that guy tell his stories and complain about the news or what's happening in his life. And well, I have for oh gosh since like 2012, I think is when he started. Yeah, but I mean that's that's Bill Burr's whole gimmick is you know we can't help but laugh at him every time he starts complaining about something because he's so animated in his it's voice so and his, funny. his, his anger problems Boston are what accent he, just yeah. he goes he tries not to have it but it's there he can't not be himself yeah. but like he'll be talking and you know all of a sudden he'll hear something outside the window and he'll have to go but he's bitching and complaining the whole way it's hilarious oh yeah i would say that so okay so bill burr would be your number 2 yeah, uh, yes number 2 and number 1 i was going to say Going in raw podcast. It's not what it sounds like it is. I believe it actually probably doesn't started. have Sasquatch on it, does it? No. <laughs> okay. 
It's a professional wrestling podcast. These two guys, Steve oh, okay. and Larson, they discuss all of the professional wrestling shows that happen throughout the week. Okay. Rather than watching some of the wrestling shows because I don't have the time. Right. I listen to them talk about it and it kind of like, oh, yeah. So it keeps I you can, in the know. And I can pick and choose what I actually want to watch of it. Sure. But I like listening to their opinions on the stuff. It's pretty cool. But yeah, Going In Raw is my favorite podcast. Well, it's oh. not what it sounds yeah, like. Yeah, right, though. right. Okay, Colby, what about you? You got you got a top three on uh, on podcast? Yes. Number one, Ben Shapiro. Okay. Love hearing of it. Is this in any particular order? <clears throat> yes. This is from favorite to least favorite. Yeah. Okay, got it, got it. Ben Shapiro, just because I like what he has to say about the politics. I like how he like he has all his facts and he like always is I watch a lot of videos of him like flaming and roasting. Sometimes extreme rightists, you know, but most times it's like leftist that are just doing it because it's the cause, you know, posting a black screen on Instagram for that kind of thing. Right. Yeah. It's always you. on them. I love it. Yeah. Number two, I changed Joe Rogan's not good enough to be anywhere near me. I do also occasionally listen to his, but I kind of pick and choose who he has on his show. Right. Number two would be ear biscuits. It's by Rhett and link who do good mythical morning. It's a YouTube channel that they have, but they like talk about random stuff. It's really funny. Okay. And then number three would be this. Sorry, excuse of a waste of time. Yeah, right. Okay. So so let me give you mine. In ascending order, okay. starting at three, working my way up, number three would be uh, uh, this past weekend, Theo Vaughn's uh, yeah. podcast. Yeah. Uh, I enjoy it. And you actually introduced that one to me after we watched his uh, stand-up special. You told me about yeah. it. I've been listening to it, and it is a good show. It's a good show because I, like, I, the reason I like it is because I find Theo Vaughn, especially because of the way – I grew up and everything. Uh, not saying I was in the well, same we're, situation. We're Southerners, so there's kind of a relatability. Exactly, factor there I that relate other to Theo Vaughn. Have, yeah, yeah, and that's my main thing is I relate to Theo Vaughn. You know, his comedy is very funny to me because I'm like, man, that, that sounds like something that would happen here. But I mean, you know, he's from Louisiana and we're from Arkansas, so I mean, it's not like we're distant relatives. We're neighbors. We won the mean? boot. <laughs> well, there is that. Uh, okay, I would say number two for me is uh, Ben Shapiro. Um, I, for similar reasons is what he's talking about. It's always very matter of fact. Yes, it is a conservative view on things, uh, but it, it doesn't like the daily wire doesn't advertise itself as, you know, a non-biased news site. It, it is a conservative news site, you know? So I listen to it for that reason. You know what I mean? Uh, because I, it, it most, it, you know, there's some things that some of those guys say that I'm like, eh, I don't really agree with that. But most of the time, it well, aligns with my opinion. You'll feel that way listening to anybody else give their opinion that's of the other opposite mindset it, yeah. as well. So yeah, there's going to be what, some things that I'm like, yeah, no, I'm on board with it's that. It's all going to have some type of a bias if you look at it because you're human beings and it's right. natural. Yeah, exactly. It is what it is. You have to be, you know, put on your big boy pants and make a decision on how or you panties. want Big boy panties. Right, you know, hey. Oh, I'm not sure saying big oh, we, boy pants we're is get, We're uh, getting in an awkward situation here. Wee, 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 PC, please. But anyway, you have to, you know, be an adult about it and right. accept that, you know. I, <laughs> do you have to be I'm an sorry. adult, Brandon? He just said do you got to be an adult to? after I did wee, woo, wee, woo, PC, please. Thank you. you have yes. to be an adult? To the four-year-old yes. in the room. Can I not be a 12-year-old Yes, you do still need to try to be a grown-up about it and come to a complex decision where you make your own decision, right. not it, slanted by someone else's exactly. point of view. Exactly. You're telling me that social media can't tell me that I'm a 12-year-old Cub Scout? I'm sure they're I'm probably not making my decisions. I would say, I, social you, media can tell you anything. Yeah, I'm, if you Google enough things, your phone will tell you exactly what you want. <laughs> That's right. And tell you some things you didn't know. Why do I have a headache? You have cancer. <laughs> Google okay. does that. Bro, don't, don't yeah, web do anything. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. My back kind of hurts. It's cancer. <laughs> What? Prostate cancer. I yeah, it's it. guaranteed. I got a nasty mosquito bite. Nope. Hope hey, let me, hey, hey, simmer down. Let me give you my number one. My number one podcast is this one. And is it because... He set us up. Yeah, I, well, not, not really. Hear me out. I'll, I'll tell you my reasoning. And, and it gets worse for y'all. I did set you up. Sorry. Uh, the reason I like this one the best is not because it's the best show out there. Because, you know, we're still working on it. We're still new yeah, at we're it. we're trying. And, yeah, exactly. And, you know, we ain't going to do anything but get better because we're not going to stop. You know? I got nothing but time. There's well, nothing that, that right. says we can't be the best. That's, that's right. That's right. We're the only ones that can hold ourselves and back. And to be the best mm -hmm. podcast, it's not about, it's about the swing of, like, not the culture, but like people, like what's popping at the time, what is a hot topic. Right. I, I, That's how you really get out there. You got to hit it. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And especially because like, 
Well, I'll touch on that in a minute. I'm just going to tell you why this is my favorite. My favorite is because of tonight. And every other night we get to sit in here and record. The show could be better. The show will get better. The show will be unstoppable one day, perhaps, hopefully. But for right now, man, it, it's just the fact that uh, I get the to... grind. Yeah, man. I, and I, I get to show up. I get to hang out with my boys and just, you know, shoot the bull for a couple hours a week. And, and, and it, you know, I say that. We talk all week long. But, you know, the, tonight, tonight, the recording night, that's, that's why this is my favorite. Mm-hmm. So going back to what you were saying, though, with, like, culturally hot topics, mm-hmm. right? I agree with that. I really yeah. do. And, and Brandon and I have had this conversation before that we almost believe that we're holding our own show back because let me go ahead and give you uh, the news cycle, okay? Blah, 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 left versus right, blah, 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 COVID. The end. That's the news cycle. That's always the news cycle is the right's mad at the left, you know, politically speaking, and the left's mad at the right, probably more so, politically speaking. And then whenever you get all that trash and you just wipe it off and put it in the trash can, you know, we're getting ready to take that garbage out. Guess what? we got to fill up another bag full of COVID. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm just like, you know, we don't, we haven't talked a lot about that kind of stuff because that's all anyone's talking about. And it's frustrating. And sometimes I just want to talk about things that aren't what everyone's talking about. So, you know, there's that. So if you want more COVID news, you want more political stuff, you'll have to, uh, I guess, send a message or something and let us know. Follow Dr. Fauci. <laughs> and don't forget to get your Fauci-ouchie. The <laughs> Sorry, we won't go into vaccines. We talked about that last week. So, um, But yeah, so th- those are my favorite podcasts and stuff. So, Brandon, you got some, uh, you do have some of my favorite stuff to talk about, movies. Uh, I love movies. Let me hear that name. That sweet, succulent name. You keep getting all excited about it. And, and he's not even, confirmed. Yeah, he's not confirmed to be anywhere near the project. I don't need confirmation. All right, so what's the movie? It is uh, Indiana Jones 5. It's apparently suffered some more setbacks there in the middle of filming it. It has a estimated release date. What was it? Sometime in 2023. Yeah. I think they said something about spring of 2023. Yeah. yeah, that's where they're estimated in shooting at. But like you were saying, Harrison is pick- getting a little old in the in the tooth there. So how much longer can <laughs> yeah. he be Indiana Jones? Oh, and, is he going to pass the torch? <laughs> Who's going to pass the torch to? <laughs> da, 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 da. Da da da, tapioca pudding is good. Yeah. I don't even know if that's the Indiana Jones. That no, sounds like Joe it. Biden. <laughs> well, yeah. well, it might be Harrison Ford. We don't know. They're, they're one and the same. Yeah. I mean, they're just they're just old white guys. It's okay to mix them up. I feel kind of. <laughs> <laughs> I just on. love the face. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Wait, what? Wait, did my face just do that thing that Morty's face of... does on Rick and Morty? <laughs> <You're> a little <laughs> racist, <laughs> if you will. You son of a bitch. I'm in. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah. So okay, Indiana Jones five. So do we have anything on it besides a release date? And that no, they're, they're they're not telling us anything about it. And after the debacle that was the last Indiana Jones movie that they made, I think we could all take a second and just really I don't appreciate want to make it. how I don't awful want to make that it. movie was. It was awful. When hey, was it? There do you know two uh, words. Make it? the Crystal Skull? Uh, temp- Temple Kingdom of the Wait, t- they of remade Christmas. it? No, 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 no. We're just talking about Indiana Jones 4 now because we don't know anything about 5. I don't five. think I've ever seen that. So we're talking about... What? I think... I, the Crystal Skull, I thought that was the third one. No, that's... Uh, that's the not... Crystal Last Skull, Crusade. The Crystal Skull's when they're in the jungle, right? And those ants suck that dude down in the Bro, ground. Bro, Indiana what? Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal <clears throat> Skull. Yeah, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. It's got your boy in it. It's got Shia LaBeouf. I don't think I've seen that one. I think I've seen the first three. What? So he's so amped up about five, and he's never even seen the one Indiana Jones movie that has Shia in it. But isn't the Crystal Skull in another one? No. Then which one is it where they're in the jungle with those German people and the ants? Bro, that's like the Temple of Doom. Yeah. There's a Crystal Skull in the pyramid. No, the Nazis had been raiders. Third one? No, that's the first one. That's Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh, Nazis, you're right. First no, because that girl grabs a skull out of the pyramid and the alien like kills her or whatever. 
That's Crystal Skull. Yeah, that's Crystal Skull. That's the one where the ants suck that dude in the ground. It's the same. Well, that girl. happens in more than one Indiana Jones movie. That's why. Okay, so I have seen it then. That's what I was trying. With Shia LaBeouf. Okay, so also yeah. the reason the movie sucks. Though. Yeah, but well, whoa. <laughs> hey, okay. First whoa. off, that's not the only reason that movie sucks. <laughs> fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. Um, whoa, 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 whoa. Harrison whoa. Ford taught us one very important thing. He's old, and that's you can hide from an A bomb in a refrigerator. <laughs> Facts, and it'll just blow you halfway across the state you can just climb right out of the fridge apparently yeah, yeah. that's how it works right. science right and then for some reason there's Japanese aliens tried that and don't forget about Shia LaBeouf being in it so with all these different things I would say that that movie actually turned out to be just awful I know I'm just really surprised that right off the bat he didn't you know immediately jump to to the defense of Shia LaBeouf because yeah. he always has but this is a tough one because it wasn't good okay, it's not all his fault though the movie okay. itself sucked so you think Shia makes the movie bad when he's given a script to play? <laughs> yes. The man is set yes, up I for do, because failure he can't by the, direct, the director. Bro, I am telling you, you could have given that script to a blind, deaf monkey, and he would have done a better job. Coco the Clapping Monkey could have done a better job than Shia LaBeouf. Oh, my gosh. I'm, I'm glad <laughs> you said that quietly. That. Good Lord. I said a, a fat monkey. Hold, hold on one second. Hold on one second. You ready? Oh, you're off the project. You guys hear that familiar music again? Yeah, for real. Yeah. I don't even know how our interlude music goes, but I hear it all the time. <laughs> and I hear it in my sleep. Anyway, uh, so. No, it's just the demons. My okay, yeah, well, either way. Uh, okay, so let me ask you this. Since you, uh, See, Wayne, since you're the, the big time Shia fan. Mm-hmm. No, aficionado, Shia. aficionado, if you will. That's so top three Shia LaBeouf performances. Okay, hold on one second. Hold, no, that's not fair because there's only three that are worthwhile. <laughs> Seriously. Well, how do you rank them? Okay, so how do I rank them? Transformers like, one, two, and three. No, no, no. I, I, Sam Witwicky is one character. You only so, get one. So Transformers is his best. You can't tell me it wasn't great in Transformers. He we did we could job. do this. We could do this spawn, you know, spot of the moment. We can make this list happen. I know some too. I got opinions. On Shia? On Shia's movies. Transformers was great. Okay, so if I'm going to rank top three Shias right now, yep. it'll be the only three worthwhile. Number one being Transformers. Thank you. Number two being Holes. Come and number on. three being Even Stevens. I can okay. live with it. That's it. I'm going to say, now here's the deal. Even Stevens, Shia LaBeouf was a kid playing the part of a kid. So it worked. In Holes, he was a kid playing the part of a kid. So it works. In Transformers, he was playing a kid becoming a man whenever he was a kid becoming a man. So it works. He was supposed to be weird and awkward and... Disturbia, same thing, right? A kid playing a kid. Just like Tobey Maguire and Spider-Man. But for the record, for the record, I will say this. Disturbia was not a bad movie. It no, wasn't, I like Disturbia. Yeah, I say, it was, it wasn't great. Four for me. Yeah, it wasn't great, but it was a pretty solid movie. That, the, whole, the whole movie was pretty good. Shia did his best to ruin it, but he did okay. Uh, okay, so, let, so let's go. Colby, give me your top three. Shia. It was the same as y'all's. Same as mine? Yeah. Okay, fair Except enough. I put Transformers over. Everything. Transformers are great. I love those movies. Well, I put Transformers up on top of everything. You got Lincoln Park going crazy at the end. I don't know. You gotta also remember he was in Lawless and Wall Oof. Street Money Never Sleeps, which was a solid movie. Yeah. Oh man, I forgot he was in Lawless, dude. That was a good movie. Once again, he did his best to torpedo that movie, but Tom Hardy just kept it going, baby. I thought that Shy did a good job in that one, but there's a certain point in where his, you know, crazy antics in real life, started to overshadow. Yeah, his and, and I and I think that's actually what's what's diminished him. And like in my view, is the fact that I'm like, oh, good, you're a crazy person, so I don't have to feel bad about not liking you. I know that that's probably a really I, cold-hearted thing to yeah, say. Yeah, I forgot he was a. Uh, He's in Fury. You know, Chase and uh, yeah, Chaz in Constantine. Fury. Like, was technically, good. it's a performance. Oh, Tax I Collector know. was good too. I don't, greatest game ever played where he was like the caddy or whatever. Yeah, that's yeah, whatever. But man, I, I robot Constantine. I keep forgetting he was in co- man. I gotta change mine, dude. Constantine, I love Keanu. So Constantine's gotta be my number one. That was, so we're gonna bump even Stevens. We're gonna say Constantine, then Transformers, and then What about Surf's Up? Nah. It counts. It's a performance. Yeah. It, what about Fur Fury? 
Fury was good. Dang, man. Okay, but hold on a second. Hold on a second. Right, let's let's specify this to lead roles. Lead roles. So that takes Constantine back off. My okay. three are standing. Fury's still in there. He's not a lead role. He's pulling close of it. Eh, he is. I mean, they're all in the tank together. So because Michael Pena was good in that, mm-hmm. Brad Pitt was good in that, John Bernthal That's was such in a that. Good casting for oh my, it goodness. really was. Like seriously, if it I makes Shia be, look bad, even though he's not. If I had to be in 1944, 1945 Germany, it's exactly time and, and in a tank. I want to be with John Bernthal, Michael Pena, and and Brad Pitt. I want to be with those guys. No, Mark Wahlberg. Brad Pitt, Keanu Reeves, and Toby McGuire and Shia LaBeouf. Why? So you got Mark Wahlberg in there looking angry and confused. Chuck Norris and John Wayne. <laughs> Don't <forget>. Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say, whenever you start throwing names out, you're like, okay, how about Brad Pitt, Mark Wahlberg? And then you were like, Toby McGuire, Shia LaBeouf. I was like, okay, for so the you gotta, comedy, for the you, pure you comedy. gotta have some girls in there, I guess. Danny McBride. <laughs> Keanu Reeves. James Franco, for some reason. Liam Neeson. Halle Berry. Yeah, because we're just hoping we have just, another swordfish moment, you know. <laughs> I'm telling you what, man. I, I, look, I'm going to talk a little smack on Halle Berry for a minute. Okay. I believe this might be profiling, but I believe that we as a people have profiled Halle Berry into being a good actress. I don't believe she's a good actress at all. Just like Keanu Reeves. But we all saw Swordfish. That was a bad movie. What, Swordfish? Yeah. It was terrible. It was awful. It really was. And she literally did it for the money. Yeah. I was going to say, but... Self-admitted. But, yeah, exactly. And that, that's a, a bad way to lower yourself. But, exactly. But at the same time, that. at the same time, men all over the world went to go watch Catwoman. Why? Because they were like, I don't know, man. Maybe she does. She's asked now at, in the Made the News because she's asking to remake the movie again. She wants a do-over. She wants a, better, a chance to make a better movie playing Catwoman. You don't get no. another chance. Like, you already made it. That you, we're, what, are we going to pretend that abomination isn't you, out there you somewhere? You did that thing with the basketball, that weird basketball butt thing. What? Yeah. Was, what? I don't know. Was, they played one-on-one, but it's weird. I'm intrigued. Super weird. And she, like, dunks the basketball, like, from free The Sasquatch is in the corner. Yeah. It gets really weird. Yeah, things just get messed up. Chris Jericho and Sasquatch are hanging out for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Seth Rogen's back there too. It get real fuzzy real fast. So, so what are you? Never told me what are your your Shia movies? Oh, shoot. we got caught uh, up talking about Halle Berry and yeah. everything else. <laughs> Your distraction. Yeah, uh, it would be the same as yours actually. I couldn't take any of those other performances. I guess my closest is I really have a soft spot for Disturbia. But if I'm going overall, it's Transformers, <laughs> it's Even Stevens, and it's Holes. Indiana yeah. Jones. I forgot to put that in there. You, you, you just, just found out you watched it. Number four, yeah. I had to throw them in there. Oh, my God. All right. So uh, Halloween was just a couple weeks ago. And in the week leading up to Halloween at my daughter's preschool, they had... Uh, the end of the week, you know, they had their, the, you know, their little Halloween party. They could wear their little costumes and just really cute stuff. And they had a, a pumpkin decorating uh, competition for, you know, as a fundraiser for the preschool. So Jen, find, my wife, she uh, finds a design she wants to do. And she's like, hey, we can do this. I, I, I can do this. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, that's what's up. So allow me to fast forward and then I will rewind. So fast forward to day of. I take my daughter to school. I take her pumpkin. We set it down. It looks great, in my opinion. And, uh, yeah, everyone talks about, oh, that's just so cute, this, this, and that. We made a goldfish out of a pumpkin, okay? So my wife starts seeing the pictures get posted up on Facebook. (laughs) And she calls me, and she's just mad. Bro, I'm not talking about irritated. I'm talking mad. Because, like, all these pumpkins are, like, Pinterest-level dope. You know? None of them are, like, one of them was carved. The rest of them all, like, hand-painted to look like Spirit, which, if you don't have a little girl, Spirit is uh, a a cartoon about a horse. I freaking love Spirit. The movie, the old movie. Okay, fair enough. They're they're making a new movie. I'm not going to watch it. I I will. I'm going to take my daughter to watch it. She'll love it. I might go and I will you. forever be her hero. So he couldn't um, have rolled his eyes harder. <laughs> of course not. Just, these, 
you know, they're taking things from my childhood, trying to redo them. Welcome to our life, man. What you think, Dunkaroos are new? Dunkaroos ain't new. We've had them for a long time. They just brought them back, and now you guys are like, oh, man, look at these new snacks we got. I'm like, man, those are Dunkaroos. We had those. Get out of here. Anyway, so my wife's mad because she's like, there's no way that, you know, a four-year-old made that. To which I had to reply, sweetheart, a four-year-old didn't make ours. <laughs> and so, yeah, she, she uh, I don't know. She didn't think that was Did as funny. Did you enjoy sleeping on the couch? <laughs> uh, luckily, my wife has developed quite the sense of humor since we've been married for the past seven years. Eight, seven years? Seven years. Scratch it, scratch it. <laughs> nah, it's good. She knows I, I'm a, you know, bad with numbers. I can't remember how old I am. How? <laughs> how? Once you get to a certain age, brother, you stop counting. Believe Mine's me. Mine's easy. I was born in 2000. Whatever year it is, that's how old I am or I'm going to okay, be. Okay, so there's that. But Like right now, I'm 24. <laughs> God, get out of the here. Traveling welding accountant. Yeah, the traveling welding accountant. There's that old pencil pusher going to get out here laying down some fat beads. <laughs> Ow. Anyway, I don't know. I thought it was funny. My wife was just irate. It's like it doesn't even look, it doesn't even look like a four year old could have made that. I was like, sweetheart, our four year old didn't make ours. She's like, yeah, but at least it looks like it. And I was like, oh, so you, you made So this is where I actually got in trouble. I was like, oh, so you you made it look like that on purpose. That was also not the smartest thing I've ever said. But you know, I did what I did, and it is what it is. <laughs> We'll move. We'll move past it. I just thought that was funny. I, I mean, welcome, I welcome to a little. Do do. We'll just call it a, a little, just a little snippet into the life of me. You know, that's the kind of shenanigans I have. All, all wants a snippet. Oh, believe me, you don't want a whole day. A whole day in my life would drive people insane. Like I can tell you exactly how people go insane. I went a long time ago. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, okay. So do we have do we have anything that we want to add in? BT, I'm good, brother. C Wizzle. No, I'm good. I like that one. See Wizzle. That's good. Faux shizzle. I think that's copyrighted now. Hey, anyway, thank you uh, so much for sticking with us uh, through another episode. And, uh, you know, find us on Apple, Google, just wherever you listen to podcasts, you can find us. Uh, the Hoot Hobbs Show. You can find us on any of the socials. Please send us a message. Let us know what you want to hear, what you want talked about. Tell me your hopes and dreams. Tell me your greatest fears. Tell me something. I want to talk about it. I want to hear about it. And, uh, you know, hey, we get a good enough comment. We'll invite you to be on the show. So, uh, you know, for all of us here, I am Hoot Hobbs with C. Wayne and BT. We bid you good night.